All right, we're leave here at Milner Stadium. Well, I am, but Ricky kind of watched the game tonight. He had a uh, had a late flight coming in from work, so he's gonna we're gonna do this a little different tonight. But Ricky watched the game from Gulfport's broadcast. Yeah, Ricky, uh, man, the defense came to play tonight. I'd say Todd takes this one, thirty-five to twenty-one. Yeah, David. You know, last year this game was was forty-one thirty-four. Uh, we knew coming in that Gulfport was going to run mostly the, the spread, which we saw. They did, uh, you know, mix in a little bit of Wildcat as well. And you know, picking seen two wing T offenses, right? Four uh, eighteen with Popperville, a good, really good three eighteen at Bassfield, and then you know, stepped up to to six eight Gulfport tonight. And um, you know, we knew they would be they would be big, and, and they they were. We knew they would throw the and they did and like you said I think Pekin held up pretty well on defense yeah the, an amazing stat of the night to me was Pekin didn't have a first down in the whole first half the defense stayed out on the field every every time the Tide had the ball was three and out Noah Carter had the 50 something yard touchdown run and that was on the third down so the defense played almost the entire first half yeah, you're exactly right. I mean, it was it was four seven um, going into the half. Like yeah, as you said, we didn't see a lot of offense. You struggled to move the football, and you know when you put in, you know when you mixed in, uh, picking one touchdown on defense with the the, the, the scoop uh, fumble recovery that went for I think 60 yards, and then you mixed in the uh, long play by Noah Carter. You know those plays don't take a whole lot of time off the clock, so that even makes it longer for the defense to be on the field. So. Uh, they held up really well, um, you know, coming in 14-7, and, and you know, defense really kept them in the game um, the, the whole night. It was definitely the story in the first half. Yeah, Dowdell had six carries for only seven yards the first half. I didn't think uh, – I thought I thought the O-line struggled really, really bad in the first half. I know they made adjustments at, the, uh, at halftime that really – I mean, came out after the half with a strong drive, scored, and then Picune had their a, a three and out right after that. So they started the second half with a touchdown and a three and out. Yeah, you're exactly right. You know, Goldport's running back who had a pretty good night. Reed, um, you know, he outrushed uh, Dawdell and Chris Davis both by a long shot, and really without the long run by Noah Carter, there wasn't a whole lot of offense there. But but coming out the second half. Uh, they did exactly what they needed to do, right? They came out, uh, they ended up riding Dawdell. You know, he had four or five straight carries in a row, and Chris Davis gets a few carries. Darnell Smith finishes it off with, it, with a touchdown. Defense gets a stop. They come back uh, on, the, on the very next drive and, and hit Noah Carter for a 94-yard touchdown to make it 28-7. And it looked like it was going to be pretty much game over at that point. Um, you know, the one thing that Pickett has to has to look at and, and, and one thing that, that Dante Darnell has to continue to, pro, to focus on is holding on to the football. And, and David, I don't, I don't think that he just got an issue holding on to the football. I just think that he runs so nasty and he runs so physical that he's always trying to stretch and reach and get those extra yards. And, you know, sometimes it, it's okay just to go down, right? And the defense and all that, they've seen that on tape and they were actively all night trying to, to strip the ball from him and, and got it from him two play, uh, two you know, two series in a row and before you know it, it's 28-21 and now we've got a ball game on our hands. Yeah, it was, I thought Pekin was about to run away with it. It had a mishandled pitch by Dowdell and then uh, Goport goes down and scores and then come back and the Tide 
uh, Dowdell fumbles on the carry, and then Goport scores again. So if it hadn't been for those fumbles, turnovers, I know Coach Stockton was on the sideline yelling, two fumbles, two touchdowns. So that's a big key. You always want to win the turnover battle. I mean, the defense, um, I think we were even. I want to say even though we or we won ahead, I think. Maybe we had one turnover more than they did, three to two maybe. But we were yeah, able to score. I, I think you're right. Yeah, I, I didn't write that stat down, but I'm almost positive. It was uh, two fumble recoveries and the interception. And then I know Coach Hayden calls those turnover on downs, uh, turnovers just as well, and they had a big one there at one point down there close to the goal line. Yeah, and you know, at Colazzo, their, their starting quarterback, he came in. I mean, they were pretty balanced. I mean, they, they ran the ball 15 times. He threw it 15 times. It was like he completed, from what I could see, maybe eight of them for over 100 yards. And then um, this kid Williams comes in for go for it in the second, second half. And I don't know how tall he was, Dave, but he looked like he was at least maybe 6'4". Uh, just a big, tall kid. He, he lit a spark for them and was able to get the team going. But... You know, we talked last week about these sophomore cornerbacks, you know, that they're going to start seeing more teams throw the football. Gauthier comes to mind. You know, another Barnburn game uh, last year that's going to be a district game for Picayune where they threw the ball all over the field uh, against Picayune. So this was a really good test for them. And overall, I think that they hold up really, really well. You know, we've talked about those sensational sophomores again. Um, you know, just Ratliff, he, he stole the, the game where they uh, – interception that they ended up going for a touchdown at the end of the game there and just looking at the defense odds again you know Amari Tyson Dory Robinson had a ton of tackles Waller Birdman you know Birdman had a couple of big plays really to end up the second half he had two plays in a row uh, one where he tackled a receiver one where he had a sack and when you think about that if you're a defensive coordinator you are salivating anytime you see a defensive tackle make a play on a wide receiver that's a hustle play and we saw it last week. We saw it again this week. Uh, Dave, those defensive tackles uh, for Pickett, I mean, and, and those, those ends with Waller and, and Birdman, they seemed to play better as the game went on. They did not get tired. Um, lots of uh, batted balls and a lot of scrimmage. Um, you know, I mentioned that the fact that Birdman had, uh, those guys played exceptional. Yeah, Waller had a really good game. He had to sack. Uh, forced fumble and he recovered it all in one there. He also had a deflected pass at the line of scrimmage. But uh, Dorian Robinson had a heck of a night. He had a couple tackles for a loss. He had a pass breakup and he caused a fumble that Tyson uh, scored on. And also, uh, as you alluded to, uh, Birdman was really big in big situations right there and, and really holding that defensive line together. And also, um, I don't know if you noticed, I mean, from I know I don't know how good the uh, view was for you, but we seen Dowdell on defense. I don't know how if you got a chance to see how he played there on defensive end. Yeah, he was able to get some pressure, and uh, you know, again, we talked about this last week as well. You know, some of the just the the, the ways that, that Coach Stogner and, and Coach Smith are, are going to utilize these guys, keeping guys fresh. This was a really good situation. You know, with a team that's going to throw the ball a lot to get a guy like Dawdell in and, and, and get a, a, a good pass rush going. And, and he didn't have any sacks, but he was definitely getting some pressure. And with his speed, he was able to get to an end. And, you know, again, it, it's hats off to, to pick you in again. They were they were a little bit undersized up front compared to Goldport's defense. But what they did better than Goldport tonight was they executed. Goldport came out 
we saw it in the, in the first half. They said, we're going to sell out. We're going to put people in the box, and we're going to stop your sweep. What did they do? They kept them selling out, and they ended up coming back with the, the reverse to Noah Carter. Takes for a very, very long um, touchdown. And then coming out in the second half, it was the same thing. You know, I, I'm watching the game thinking Pickney's going to start running the, running the clock now. They're, they're going to come out and get a long drive going. What do they end up throwing the ball? They catch the safety, peeking in a little bit, hit it up the seam to corner for a, a big play. So just really good, really good execution. And, and they're going to have to continue to do that. You know, you definitely want to see Pickney come out not as still. Uh, in the first half on offense to get things going. You definitely want to see them be able to close games out and not turn the football over late. Those are things that they can fix. Um, but overall, you know, a scrappy team that, that got it done, they outlasted uh, another team again and, and, and come away with the victory. So, hats off, really good job. Yeah, I think the, the halftime adjustments that Pekin was able to make were the difference. I had Underwood one for three with the big 95-yard touchdown pass to Noah Carter. Dowdell had 17 yards for 70 – I mean, 17 carries for 71 yards. Davis, who played a big role, and as we were starting to see, his carries are starting to climb or stay above. You know, first game he was kind of – very few carries for Davis. He had seven carries for 68 yards. He's really good spark there on that uh, running. And who did they trust after the uh, after the two Dowdell fumbles? They uh, they trust Dorian Robinson, the senior, come in, had some big carries. He converted the fourth down, uh, um, way down there on their own twenty. I want to say they were on their twenty-seven or twenty-eight yard line. It was fourth down, only winning, only leading the game by a score of twenty-eight to twenty-one. And Coach Stodner goes for it and uh, gives the ball to uh, Dorian Robinson. And Noah Carter had the one carry for 56 yards, uh, one reception for 95 yards. Uh, Darnell Smith had five carries for 23 yards, but he also had a big touchdown run of 15 yards. So pretty good uh, pretty good day for Davis, seven, almost a 10-yard average. I, I, he, to me, going forward, he's going to be the more featured back, if not this, if not this year, definitely next year. Yeah, there's there's no doubt about that. And you know, we, we did see tonight as well. Um, there were there were several offensive series where we saw Dawdell and Chris Davis together without Darnell Smith at fullback, um, and it, that was a lot of you know, split backfield looks. They were doing some of that. So you know, you're seeing them start to be incorporated more and more into this this running attack. And as you mentioned, man, Dorian Robinson, he, he does so much on defense. Had another really big night. Uh, him and Amari Amer- uh, Thompson both had a lot of tackles. But as you mentioned, he comes in and he's the closer. Uh, when you need to put the game away, when you want to go far on fourth and two from your own 25-yard line and, and you need to get a first down with a couple minutes left to, to, to put the game away, he's, he's the guy that they're going to call on. He, he's always ready. Yeah, Doran Robinson is just a great ball player. Put him anywhere on the field, and I think he, he, would, he would come through for you. Well, Ricky, um, I got tonight I had uh, – Got to interview Noah Carter. Got caught up with Noah about his big day tonight with the two touchdowns. I caught uh, Coach Seth Hayden. Wasn't really planning on Coach uh, Hayden, but Coach Stogner had, I mean, he was a busy man. <laughs> he had three interviews before me. And uh, so I, I ended up catching uh, Coach Hayden walking on the sideline. I said, man, you got a few minutes. And uh, he gave me uh, he gave me a couple minutes and uh, gave me some good stuff on the defense and well-deserved on the defense. And he, 
I mean, he all he has is great things to say about the defense. And then I wasn't even going to get Coach Stogner tonight. He had three interviews, and I could tell, I mean, it's a away game. You're ready to go home. And, he, man, he was nice enough to say, man, if you all want to, if you want to ask some stuff, man, I, I, I'll let you in. Man, I, so I called a couple questions in with Coach Stogner and uh, some good stuff from them. Um, and they're going to play Diabville next week. Uh, it's another 6A school, and we're going to have to travel there. Yeah, and, you know, if you think about it, too, you mentioned 35-21 tonight. You know, the offense really was responsible for one of those touchdowns that Goldport had. So when you look at really that this defense held a pretty potent offense to only 14 points, man, that's that's really good. Those guys I mentioned, and I'll mention them again in closing, Amari Tyson, uh, Waller, Birdman, Chris Davis, uh, Ratliff with a big interception. Those guys are sophomores, man, and they are as sensational as we've been saying that they are, and they're getting better each and every week. Yeah, so, um, well, we're going to end it here with uh, Todd here taking the win over Gulfport, 35-21. Ricky, next week we'll be in the Iberville and uh, enjoy the interviews. And uh, until next week, we'll talk to you later. On to the Iberville. Yeah, thanks, Dave. I can't wait. Hey, everybody. Have you heard about the new restaurant in town, Brickside Coffee Cafe? Stop by and get a cup of your favorite coffee made by one of our great baristas and have some of our yummy breakfast, lunch or dinner. Pancakes, the bacon and eggs, the hamburgers, spaghetti and meatballs, bacon and cheese, breadfish tacos, and so much more. Don't forget the Brownie Alamo. Check us out on Facebook. Order online. Stop by the drive-thru. Or come on in and stay while. That's Creekside Coffee Cafe. We'll make you happy. All right, I'm joined by the defense coach, uh, coordinator, Seth Hayden. Seth, defense played extremely well tonight. I thought uh, kept us in the game the first half, but I want to say the big play was the uh, the strip started right before the half, was the strip by Robinson and Tyson scoops and scores, but then you come back with a three and out. Yeah, so, I mean, just hats off to our guys. They played great tonight, um, and that's what you expect when you play a great team like Gulfport. Uh, our kids went out there. They responded. Yeah, we ran an inside stunt. Dorian got the sack. Amarion scooped and scored. That was big for us defensively. But then another time we had – so that's another sophomore. Then we had another sophomore, Nikes Ratcliffe, hit late in the fourth quarter with the pick six. I mean, that's huge. So we're, we're really excited about the future here at Picky. Yeah, there's a lot of sophomores playing. Also had a uh, – I thought I had a road down here. You had the uh, – defense had a three and out. That was in the second – Second first drive by them in the first in the second uh, third quarter was a three and out. Yes, sir. So defense came out in the second half and kind of started setting the tempo after we came down and scored. Yes, sir. I mean that's what Coach talked. We talked about in the second half was offense was going to go down and score and we was going to get a three and out and get them the ball back so we can go up two scores and that was the whole point. And we played together as a team. You know they bailed us out last week. Uh, we gave up 33 points. Uh, JDC and uh, it's a team effort so uh, we were on point tonight and often struggled a little bit but they got things going and uh, you know we turned it into a, a great win so awesome yeah. team win. Also had that big fourth down stop right at the goal line so that was a pretty big stop. Yes sir I mean uh, guys I I, I I wish I could take the credit but I can't I mean that's all the kids they go out there and they execute uh, we sent them sent blitzes and we sent coverages and we did a lot of different things tonight that we weren't used to in the first two games because we played a running heavy team. Uh, Gulfport, I mean, they're a great football team. 
So the things that they do was complicated, but we were able to, you know, get the stops when we needed to and get the turnovers when we needed to. Last thing, you had a couple of guys that hadn't been playing. I've seen Peyton Wells on defense and uh, Dante Dowdell. Yeah, so, you know, those guys are primarily offensive players. And here at Picky, we play our best 11, but with exceptions of some players, we'll play more predominantly offense or defense. And those situations, is late in the game. We've been had a lot of snaps on defense. We needed Dante for some uh, – a couple plays. We needed Peyton Wells, just some fresh legs to give our other guys a, a few breaks. You know, um, Jamonte played a, a lot of snaps. JB played a, a lot of snaps. So that helped us out with that little bit of depth. Yeah, good game. Congrats, Coach, and uh, good luck next week against Diabville. Awesome, man. Roll tie. Around here, the tougher things get, the better we are. Because all around Pearl River County, you'll find people working together. Like your two hospitals, Highland Community and Pearl River County, working together with Forest Health to bring you health care that's coordinated and complete. We're here for you now, and you know we'll be here tomorrow. Highland Community Hospital, Pearl River County Hospital, and Forest Health. Two great hospitals, one incredible health system. All right, I'm here with Noah Carter. Noah Carter on offense tonight had two touchdowns. Noah, did you uh, expect to have the game you had tonight on offense? I mean, I'm not gonna lie. We started off kind of rocky, kind of, kind of bad. But I didn't really care if I scored. I just wanted us to win the game, to be honest. Right. So touch the ball twice. Just get to show off that speed. So uh, how does it feel to uh, come away with a win here at Goport? Good, real good. So I'm not gonna lie. At first, I was like kind of nervous because offense wasn't doing as good as we should have been. But then we responded in the second half. We showed up, and then defense. There's a lot of things to defense because if it wasn't for them, we would not be in the game right now. Well, you got to show off that speed tonight. I didn't realize you was that fast, Noah. Good game and good luck next week against Diavrio. Thank you. Hey, folks, if you need that special sweet treat for birthdays, anniversaries, or just because, stop by and see our friends at Katie Cake & Company. They are located at 109 West Canal Street in Picayune. Let Katie Cake & Company satisfy your sweet tooth. Shh, your scale will never have to know. All right, I'm here with Coach Stogner. Coach? Good win tonight. Uh, defense played outstanding. I want to say the first – I talked to Coach Hayden about it, but I thought it's, they said the tone. Dorian Robinson had to strip fumble with uh, Tyson recovering it, scoring, and then you came right back with your first three and out of the night. Oh, man, defense, I can't say enough about how well they played. I mean, they won the game for us tonight. You know, that's what's so good about high school football. Some, I mean, our offense didn't have it the first half. We came out and started clicking that second half, but the defense won the game. They kept us in the game. You know, that game could have got out of hand is how bad we were on the first half of offense, but they executed well. They were on the field a lot, but they got better tonight, and that's going to make us better in the long run. Yeah, you came out after halftime, got a drive together, scored, and then got a three and out. So I know how big that is for Picayune to come out and set the tone in the first drive of the first, beginning of the game and the second half. Absolutely. I mean, that wasn't Picayune offense right there. That was the worst offense I've ever seen in the first half by Picayune team. And, you know, after halftime, we responded. You know, gave all the guys the credit. They could have laid down and folded the tent, but they didn't. They came out and they, they said exactly what they said they were going to do when we did it. And like I said, hey, two teams with the touchdowns, that's huge when we get those. But two fumbles there at the end let them back in the game. So we got we got we could have easily had this game put away with about eight minutes to go. But you know, I mean, I, I'm probably I got to get in better shape for this, man. <laughs> I'm about to die. <laughs> this is by the way, this is his fourth interview tonight. I was going to let him slide, and he 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 actually said. He's had a few minutes. Last thing, Coach, I just want to say, somebody probably don't get a lot of recognition throughout this year, Noah Carter, man. Well, look at Noah tonight. He's great. I mean, you know what? There's so many things you can say about Noah. Just 
Dude don't hasn't missed a day. He has he doesn't miss a practice. He doesn't miss a workout. He doesn't miss school. Great student, great kid, puts in the work, and he's a hidden gem for us, you know. And we were able to use it tonight on two really big plays, and you know, and it kind of came in like his coming out party. But we know he, what we had with Noah, and, and it worked tonight. Yeah, well, congrats, coach, and good luck next week against the Thank you.